what's up? How's everyone doing? Welcome to the Grace to Grow podcast. I'm Hannah, and this podcast is my lifetime documentation of the journey that God has chosen for me to travel. Let's get into today's topic. Hey everyone, um, as you heard in the intro, this is the Grace to Grow podcast. Today's topic is going to be centered around giving people the grace to grow in regards to sinful actions. And we're going to talk about kind of what sparked this conversation and everything like that. But first, before we begin, um, I want to just pray and give us a moment to um, talk to God before we jump into a heavy topic like this. So dear Lord, thank you for bringing us all here today and allowing us to just experience your grace to grow. God, you give us the ability to just um, grow in you and learn in you each and every day, God, and we thank you so much. We thank you for your faithfulness, God, and um, I just pray that you allow me to convey the ideas and message that I felt um, in my heart when I saw this, Um, and I just pray that this helps me to process through some of the emotions and feelings that I'm feeling, as well as kind of understanding um, more about you, and then also giving other people the opportunity to learn through this experience as well. So we pray for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let's get started because this is an interesting, this is an interesting one. Okay, so basically what sparked this conversation today was a comment that I saw on Ruslan's video, like on his testimony. So basically he did a video on his YouTube channel. I don't know how long ago, but Um, I'm very late to the game, but he did a YouTube video um, sharing his testimony and his life experiences in a very vulnerable way. It was open. It was honest. It was raw. You know, he was really like kind of breaking through the barriers of the surface level stuff and getting right into the deep stuff, Um, which, by the way, shout out to Ruslan. I love him. Um, I just recently listened to a podcast with him and um, KB and Amin on it, and I'm going to link the podcast for that, the um, Southside Rabbi, because that one was like really, really good. And I absolutely loved it. And so that's what sparked me to go look up Ruslan's podcast, because he also has his own individual podcast as well. So I was interested in kind of hearing what he had to say, and all of that stuff like that, because I was very interested in what he had to say um, on the Southside Rabbi podcast. And he was dropping bangers. I mean, left and right. Dude was on fire. So yeah, so when I went to go onto his YouTube channel, I saw this video, and it was quite interesting. Um, so basically, in this video, he shares a lot of like his kind of like experiences, and a lot of it was traumatic. So one of the traumatic events that he shared was how, as a child, he was sexually assaulted by other children who were older than him. So you know. It was he was around seven or eight at the time, and I believe that the people who sexually assaulted him were around thirteen or fourteen. Um, and so I saw people in the comment section saying like, you know, they were sorry that he had to experience that. They were thankful that he shared. They were glad that God was using his story. Da 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 da. And he shared more than just that. Like he had a lot of life experiences just in those seventeen minutes alone that I watched of the first video. And so. Um, yeah, they, they were, you know, just like commending him for being so, so honest and truthful about it and really appreciative of it. Likewise, that reflected the sentiment that I felt because I felt very grateful that he shared his story as well. 
But then there was a comment that I saw that stood out to me and they didn't directly say this, but this was the um, impression that I got. And I couldn't go back and find the comment because for some reason, I don't know what happened to YouTube, but I went to my playlist where I saved it and it wasn't showing up. And so I couldn't find the video to find that specific comment. But I guess it's for the best because I don't want it to be like, you know, calling out this person. But basically, in a sense, that comment villainized the children who had sexually assaulted him. So she was like, it was she or he, I don't know which one. But they were like, um, yeah, and those kids need to like, you know, receive their basically receive justice for what they did like receive I don't know I don't want to say revenge because I feel like that's so strong but basically receive the fruits of their actions and so for me that was a little bit difficult to really feel her same sentiment I understand where she's coming from but to feel that same way about it was quite different for me because I was like, well, what, I was like, well, what if you were that person? You know what I mean? So for example, and I hope I articulate this well, because I don't want it to be like full of errors, but basically, and if I mess up, well, but um, basically my point is when you're sharing a testimony as a, a victim of something, a lot of times people feel like, you know, wow, like, thank you for sharing. And then a lot of times when you kind of have been the perpetrator in the situation, I think it's difficult to be able to share your testimony. Not that it's easier or harder for either side, like sharing your testimony when you're the one who has done the wrong is just different than the one when you've been the one that's wronged. Because I hear a lot of people sharing testimonies of how they were affected by something and so then this you know ended up causing them to react certain ways and all that stuff like that and that testimony is difficult to share because a lot of people have to process through traumatic experiences they have to process through just emotions and all of these things like that in order to be able to share their testimony and that's when they're the victim um, of you know that wrongdoing but Likewise, it's just like how that's difficult. It's also difficult to be the one who is the perpetrator and then to share your testimony of how you did wrong people and how God has changed you, be, changed you through that situation. So not to say that either one is more difficult than the other one. It's not a, a matter of degree. It's a matter of difference. It's just two different things, but it just was like something that stuck out to me that was like, we, we give, we don't, sometimes don't give people the grace to grow because we villainize them. Like we see them as the villain in the situation. Um, and I can imagine that those people who did that to Ruslan may, I'm not going to say that, but people who do things like that, who are the perpetrators they may feel remorse, intense grief regarding that because of the wrong that they did in efforts to um, 
pursue their own desires. You know what I mean? We all fall short of the glory of God and we all mess up. And so when you're the perpetrator in the, in the situation of this testimony, like, what do you do? You know, you feel this intense grief. You feel this intense, like, remorse for your actions. But then how do you then go about, um, I don't know, how do you then go about it? Because I think there's a lot of grace. Uh, I think there's limited grace from people when you share your testimony and you're the perpetrator. You know what I mean? Like if if someone's heart were to change and be for Christ, but before they were in Christ, they were a child predator, you would not view them with the same lens you know what I mean you would extend somewhat of grace but you wouldn't extend a lot of grace and you definitely probably wouldn't put your children in front of them you know what I mean and so that makes me wonder if you are then the perpetrator or the one that's doing the wrong how do you then go about sharing your testimony when there's so many people who react to it in negative ways um and so I think by them villainizing those children who had done that to Rosan, well, now, listen, I'm not commending it. I'm not saying that what they did was right. What they did was incredibly wrong. But I'm also saying leave room for grace because these children may have been in efforts to pursue or satiate their own desires have gone through doing this. You know what I mean? And I think to villainize them when they're in a state, possibly in a state of innocence or possibly not innocence but possibly in a state of like not knowing or in a state of just being a child because when you're a child you do things that children do you're not wise so you don't know that the necessarily all of the repercussions of your actions you see kind of in the moment I want this this is how I feel I want to be satisfied so I'm gonna do this you know what I mean and quite frankly, you know, some children, like their desires are really, really deep and they try to find some way to satiate it. But without having proper guidance, it ends up becoming something that ends up like Ruslan's situation where their desire is uncontrolled and it becomes a fire that burns other people. So while I'm, I'm recognizing that this is sinful, this is wrong. I'm also recognizing that we shouldn't villainize those people who are the perpetrators because, you know what I mean? Like, we should just not villainize them for that. Um, and so, yeah, that just made me, I was just thinking about that. And it it caused me to have further reflection on this topic, on this idea, um, because I was like, I don't know. And I think it, like I said, it's not a matter of degree oh it's easier to have a testimony if you're a victim than if you were the one that played the villain role quote unquote um I'm not gonna say that because that's wrong like it's difficult both ways they all they both come with their own difficulties but what I am saying is that when you're the villain I'm gonna say villain not the villain but when you're the perpetrator because villain sounds so deep and that's not what I'm trying to say when you're the one that's done the action of the wrongdoing I think it's it's very it's limited grace when you're sharing your testimony. And so um yeah. And so I think that knowing that 
is something that's hard on me because it's something that causes me to be fearful about sharing my testimony and sharing what I've done in the past because I know that I have been a perpetrator um, of wrongdoing and there's various things that I have perpetrated and like that I've done wrong and I've wronged people I've burned people and I have sought forgiveness and some situations I feel like that forgiveness has been received and that situation is healed but then there's other wounds that are quite a bit deeper that I am um, continuously remorseful about and I'm trying to learn to not feel remorse or or like guilty or ashamed because God's already forgiven me and he's already given me the grace to continue you know what I mean and so I am trying not to like villainize myself like see myself as the villain and just recognize that I'm a human that falls short and I can't be perfect and I have learned from these situations and I regret doing these things I wish I I wish this wasn't my story I wish I didn't do those things but it happened and we're here and there's nothing we can do about that (laughs) we can't change the past um but we can continue to move forward in the future so yeah I so one thing that Kamari said in her podcast um which I'll link also below is that she said that she's afraid if you read all of the pages or basically I'm just going to rephrase it to what I want to say but I'm afraid that if you read all the pages of my book of my past that you'll villainize me because I played that role in some of the things I've done so I have been the perpetrator I have been the wrongdoer I have been the one that has caused pain to other people and I don't like that I hate that I did that but that's what sin does sin causes you to do things like that and that we were all born into sin and so it's not to excuse those actions but it is to explain those actions um and yeah but then one thing that I'm recognizing now is that your testimony is not for other people. So it doesn't matter about whether or not people receive your testimony, what they think about your testimony, yada, yada, Susan. Your testimony is the story that God has written. And he has a specific purpose for why he's written it this way. And I think for me, I get very bent on people's validation. I get very bent on people receiving it the way I want them to receive it because I want people to see me in a certain light I want people to value me and to respect me and so I'm afraid that if I share my testimony if I share the things that I've done then people will no longer respect me people will no longer value me and I think that is the reason why I'm so bent upon like not opening up not 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 sharing because I'm afraid that people are going to receive it the wrong way but the thing is, is like, it's not about other people. It's not about how they receive it. It's about me and God. It's about him writing the story for me and then using me to be the actor in this role. This is the journey that he's chosen me for. And I had to walk it and I'm still walking it. And so, yeah, that is not, this test, my testimony is not about them. My testimony is about God and how he's been gracious to me throughout all of the situation, how he has given me grace to continue walking, to continue doing what I'm doing. Because Lord knows if I didn't have Jesus, I would have taken myself out for sure. So yeah, that is um, kind of, that's pretty much all I have on this one. Um, 
but yeah, so that's <laughs> that's this episode. Um, I hope you all enjoyed. I really, I mean, this one was kind of short. I feel like, I feel like I, yeah, but I will add on this. So this is off topic. Um, this is off topic, but it's kind of just like another another thing um, that I want to say is that well I'm actually recording this before I record the other one the actual podcast that explains like why I chose this name and all that stuff like that actually why don't I just do that now because why go to make a whole nother thing (laughs) okay so basically the grace to grow podcast and this actually ties in very well with what I was just talking about with Ruslan's video um I rebranded this podcast to no longer be young women after god's heart but to be grace to grow um and the reason why i did this was because first of all i really liked the phrase young women after god's heart and that was actually something that was based in the retreats that i used to do with me and my friends um but i realized that i no longer wanted it to just be young women because i also wanted to be young men you know i have um a younger brother who's growing into a young man i have friends who are young men and then also for my future um boys that I have I want them to be able to look at this podcast and also be able to feel like they relate to it so I felt like the title young women was no longer fitting for the purpose and new direction of the podcast that I wanted to take it um and speaking of purpose the purpose of this is now to document my journey in a more authentic way so I have been documenting my journey but most of the time it's been when I've had a revelation. So when I have had a great moment with God, I'll podcast it and I'll talk about it and be like, oh, da 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 da, you know, and I'll share it. Or oh, whenever some eventful moments happen. But I think what I want this to be now is just a documentation of what I'm experiencing. And I'm hoping to possibly do this maybe once a week or every other week just to keep it very consistent. Even if I don't have a particular topic in mind, I still want to chronicle my experiences so that I can um yeah so that I can be able to look back on this and then have others be able to look at this as well um I think this podcast is specifically meant for me to remind myself and remind others that we must give ourselves the grace to grow because what happens in life is that we grow like that's it you know and if you um are in Christ you grow in him and sometimes people grow in negative ways and sometimes people grow in positive ways um and sometimes people are just stagnant and they don't grow at all and so I really want this podcast to be just a central location for me to experience this growth real time like to make a podcast and maybe a month later listen back and be like oh that's what my mindset was man how how have I grown you know and I think that sometimes we have to recognize we don't know everything and so we're still learning in Christ every single day we're still learning we're still growing and we must give ourselves the grace to grow like give ourselves the room to grow to recognize that hey like I'm not where I want to be but I am still growing like I still have to grow and it reminds me of a toddler because you look at a toddler right and let's say it's like a two-year-old and they're being potty trained maybe they don't know how to use the bathroom yet but or maybe it's three. I don't know what the milestones are for toddler ages, but, you know, maybe they don't know how to use the bathroom yet, but they know how to walk 
and they're getting closer and closer in taking steps to being able to use the bathroom and be potty trained. And so when people mess up in life, when people make mistakes in life, when people are imperfect, I feel like we criticize them so much. But when you look at a baby, you don't criticize you don't criticize a child for peeing their pants because you recognize that's their developmental stage. You recognize that that's the stage in which they don't understand um, or haven't really developed or practiced the concept of using the bathroom. So likewise, as humans, we're really very much like children. And so sometimes we get really, really hard on people. And sometimes people are just ignorant. Now, I will say this as a disclaimer. Sometimes people are just ignorant or bigoted or choose to be that way. But sometimes people just have to grow and they just have to learn better. And when they learn to do better, they will do better sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. And so when we come at them yelling at them or canceling them or being angry with them for not being aware of something or for not taking action on something or for not doing something or saying something or saying it in the way that we don't agree with, then I feel like we're not giving those people the grace to learn differently. Like we instantly want to cut them off, but we didn't give them the grace to learn. And I think the best example of this is actually a friendship that I rekindled this year. Um, Actually, the spring was with one of my friends. And it's so funny because like in high school, I was like, oh, my gosh, like da 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 da. And I like had cut him off because I felt like he like I felt like we wouldn't be good friends or that like whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I see him now and it's like, and we were friends now. And I was like, whoa, like this is not that he was completely different. It's just that my mindset, he wasn't the expectation. He wasn't doing the expectation that I had for him. And then now that I've grown and matured in my perspective, and then now that I've seen how he's grown and he's matured, I'm able to see him in a different light and appreciate him and be like, wow, I really appreciate like our conversations and our friendship. You know, I just think it's interesting. Like if you just give people the space to grow, they will grow. Don't choke them out. Don't expect them to be what they can't be or what you want them to be. Just simply give them the space to grow, you know, and just love on them and be purposeful about loving on them. Um, and I think one thing that Ruslan said in the Southside Rabbi podcast that I'm going to link is that he said, so certain people take certain actions, right? And he said that he's not threatened by people having different opinions or having different lifestyles or anything like that. He simply is true to what he believes and says, this is what I believe I'm holding fast to it. But he also says, he says, if you want to believe this or you want to think this or you want to do this, you want to live like this. He said, let's see how that works out in five years. Let's see how that works out and how that plays out in life. Because, you know, you you may say, oh, this is what I want to do. Da, 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 da. But I forgot what, how he said it, but he said that wisdom is shown by the fruits of her children or something like that basically meaning that you can see a person's wise actions by the fruit of what they have decided to do or what they have said it's fruitful it bears fruit and so he said you know if you want to live like this I'm not going to argue with you whether it's right or wrong if you want to live like this do it but let's see what happens in five years and see if you still have that same energy are you still 
firm in what you believe in, is is it fruitful? Because you can still be firm in what you believe and it not be fruitful. Or are you going to waver and still be unfruitful? And so I just thought that was so interesting. And I think that's a, a great analogy to what it looks like to give people the grace to grow is to say, I'm not going to choke you out by having these expectations for you. I'm not going to choke you out by um, like, you know, trying to tell you what you need to do, and what you don't need to do. I'm going to let you make your own decisions. But what I am going to say is I'm going to give you the grace to grow. If you want to grow and change, then I'm going to give you the grace to grow. And I think sometimes we're so doubtful about people and what they're doing. But sometimes people just have to learn. Like, you just have to let people learn. Like, people are going to make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And I think in this society, we want everything to be perfect. And I, oh, I thought of this analogy yesterday. But basically, it's like Kamari's analogy about the pages in the book, right? So basically, all of our lives are like a book, right? And there's certain pages, chapters, yada, yada, Susan. But some people's lives are on display. So essentially, what that means is like, it's like a display case. Your book is open on one specific page and it's spread out, it's open and it's inside of a display case. And so people can't touch it. People can't go back and read it. People can't go forward and read it. Like it's just on display and all you see is that page. So there may be a perfect line or it may be a perfect couple of paragraphs or whatever. And that's all you're able to see because you can't look back and you can't see any of the other pages. Right. And so that's how life is. It's like with society and social media and all that stuff like that some people's lives and most people's lives are just a display case that's all you get to see that's all you get the chance to see it's just that display case and so yeah to me I feel like in that situation then when people make mistakes everyone's like oh my gosh why you're doing so long da, 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 da. but you're not right you're recognizing that people aren't perfect the rest of their book is not perfect maybe that paragraph or that line was perfect that was all you saw and now you think their character is tarnished when really you've just never seen the rest of who they are and you're not giving them the space to grow because you're trying to already write what their next chapter or their next part of the book is going to be instead of just giving them the opportunity to grow in God and so it reminds me of like because Ruslan even said this in the podcast where he was talking about how you know people are always doubting if Justin Bieber truly believes in God or if Kanye truly believes in God, all of that stuff like that. And he basically said, he was like, listen, he was like, I'm not going to say whether somebody believes in or doesn't believe in God. We need to give them the space to grow. Like you can't expect them to be a fully fledged Christian if they're just now walking into the faith, if they're just now proclaiming the name of Jesus, you can't expect them to be perfect or to be exactly what you want them to be but you can see their heart and you can see if they're sincere and you can see if the fruits of what they're doing is beginning to reflect God now it may not be a perfect reflection of God none of us are perfect reflections of God but we can see that beginning we can see that sincerity intentionality right and so people are just we're all doing the best we can you know we're all doing the best we can for God. And I think when we don't give people the grace to grow, we end up choking them out like weeds because we expect them to be um, something that they just haven't matured to be able to be yet. And so that's essentially what this is, is just my lifetime, real life documentation. So I can process my emotions and my experiences in the moment. 
I can see my growth. So in the future, I can look back and see my growth. And then also that I can inspire others through my experiences and kind of commentate on things that I'm seeing in life. Um, And so, yeah, essentially, that's what this rebranding is. It's not going to be a huge hubbub. I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but it's a new kind of centralized focus or purpose on what I really want to talk about and what I really want to um, focus on in the upcoming seasons of life. Um, Yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um, don't forget to check out the True Freedom podcast, which Kamari and I are doing as well together. Um, I will also link that below. Let me write a reminder. <laughs> because I always forget everything. Um, so yeah, definitely check that out. And with that being said, I think that is all. So we will go ahead and end off in prayer and then I'll catch you all later next time. Okay. All right. Dear Lord, thank you for bringing us here today and allowing us to have a great conversation. God, I thank you for helping me to articulate what I was trying to say because I didn't know what I was trying to say. I knew what I was trying to say, but I didn't know how to say it. And so I thank you that um, you ended up helping me articulate that. God, I thank you so much for the word that you've given me and this newfound inspiration and passion to just continue talking and documenting and podcasting. Um, in a way that glorifies you, God. And I just pray that this all works for the glory of you. In Jesus' name, amen.